Welcome to the weekly message from Rama Family Church. It is our hope that as you listen to this message, you will come to know Jesus better and be established in your faith and equipped for the work of the ministry. You can view the sermon notes and listen online at rama.org.au forward slash media. This week, we are four weeks into a five-week series on the supernatural. And we have a wonderful God that is supernatural. One of the great components that he is is that there is nothing impossible to him and there's nothing even difficult to him. He's a mighty God and he does miracles. How many miracles are represented here? I mean, we have some healings, we have deliverance, we have all kinds of things that our God does. This last week I was doing a bit of uh, research and I was uh, reading in the, about the life of one of the founding fathers in America who um, did not believe in the supernatural element of God. And actually, uh, he, he, he did believe that there is a God, but he just didn't believe that Jesus is God or any of the uh, miracles that Jesus uh, performed when he was here on the earth, let alone in our day and time or in the time that he was. And um, so he set about to uh, actually just make a Bible that he could read without being um, disturbed or distracted with the supernatural. And so he went meticulously through um, the Bible and he cut out uh, the bits and pieces that he agreed with and, uh, and beautiful teachings of the Lord Jesus, beautiful things, you know, uh, that are written in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John for say, he, he meticulously cut them out and reconstructed and made his own Bible, the Jefferson Bible. And uh, the, the person who was writing about this um, and showing pictures of these, these, this Bible in the Smithsonian Institute and also showing the Bible that he cut the bits and pieces out of, uh, he made this notation. He said that the Bible that he reconstructed was considerably smaller. <laughs> Let me just say this. If you take the supernatural away from God, if you take the miracles out of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, if you take that component away from God, the Bible is considerably smaller. The experience of God is considerably smaller. But I'm telling you, we have come to gather and worship and, and praise a God and say he is Lord. He is a supernatural God. So this series... Uh, just five weeks, there's no way that we can ever exhaust even a portion of that one aspect of our God, the supernatural part. But in this series, we have looked at, there's five different parts. Uh, the, first, the first week, we looked at um, we are more than human. And what I like about this is that our God is supernatural, but because of the work of the Lord Jesus has given us an opportunity. Those that receive him, John, the first chapter tells us he's given us power to be sons of God. So if we're children of a supernatural God, there is a supernatural element about us. We're 
supernatural children of a supernatural God. And so the first week, Tony just really hammered on that, that we're more than just human. Uh, the second one is supernaturally free from sin, thank God. Week three, uh, last week, Tony went into supernatural leadings, and we're going to pick up on that particular one. John, the first chapter, also said that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And that, all, that was all uh, really speaking about Jesus. He came in the flesh. The Word of God came in the flesh. But the teachings of, of Jesus, the teachings of the Word of God, don't do us any good unless they are walking among us, unless we're doing them. Isn't that the truth? We're not just blessed in hearing them and coming together and listening about them, but it's when we're actually doing them, those word, that word becoming flesh and dwelling among us. This week, uh, we're having testimonies for the purpose to, to just show this fact, that supernatural leadings are a very, very natural part of a supernatural life. It is not uh, just something that some people in the family of God, the body of Christ in church experience. Uh, supernatural leadings are a part of what we as children of God can all expect. It is a part of our natural life in God. We don't just look to a few designated people in the body of Christ who are led, and we have to go to those designated people, but every child of God, can we just say every? Every, every child of God can be led by the Holy Spirit of God. In Romans, the eighth chapter, Tony mentioned this verse of scripture last week, Romans eight fourteen. It says, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. And as a result, the Holy Spirit living on the inside of every person that is born again, we can all be supernaturally led. Here's the deal. He does lead every single person. Not every single person always follow. And so there have been some times I've followed more than other times. But this morning, we're just going to look at uh, how supernatural leadings are very, very natural in our life. And I've asked some people to help me do that, so just some, some people who live among us in, in church. And so I've asked for Mar Marissa Marquito, if you go ahead and come on up here, and, and Kinsey Wolf and, um, and Lou Cutado and, and also Kinsey... Uh, uh, Benny Cause, <laughs> Benny Cause, if you'll come. I am, I really um, would be amazed uh, if we could bring everyone up here that is being supernaturally led. We have a church that is absolutely jam-packed with people who are supernaturally led. There are testimony, I mean, because I'm just looking at people's faces that, that I know and I've actually talked to, and, I, and I'm just seeing all over, um, God has supernaturally and divinely led um, so many of us. And so um, rather than bringing the whole church and hearing the whole church, just going to get just some little samplings this morning from among us. And I, I'll just introduce uh, Marissa Marquito is a wife, Adam Marquito. They were in the, the first service this morning. And uh, she is a mother, 
to Kynan and Lucas, gorgeous guys, and, um, and then she also has been a, an integral part of our, the administration and help in our, our school, our Bible school. We're so thankful for her. And, uh, and has been a part of our church for quite some time. Luke Cudato is also um, a, a wonderful part of our church. You saw him, he, he helps in ushering. He also heads up our young adults and has been a part of our church life here. We love him, we love his, his mom and dad who get to come every once in a while from the island. And what island is it? Yeah, Russell, that's right. And, uh, uh, and we are an island. Australians, uh, God, God advance Australia fair, amen. <laughs> and um, uh, so we also have Mackenzie Wolf, and Kenzie is, um, she also helps us some in the school. She also helps us in the creative area. And uh, she is, uh, she helps teach our children in, in uh, Rama Kids as well as other things as well. And then Benny Cause. Benny has been helping us in outreach. He also helps us with um, service assistant. He does different things to help the service run smooth. And also, uh, Benny is a videographer and really ace guy in that area. And uh, we really appreciate all of these guys. And so I've just asked them to just help us nail some testimonies about being led by by the Spirit. One thing that became really aware to me is this, that the Holy Spirit helps us in and leads us in not always real spectacular things, not just always splitting the Red Sea. Sometimes it's just as natural as helping us in our in our own homes. And I love that he, he does help us, and we're going to talk about some things of how he helps us to minister to people. But sometimes the people that need ministered are the little people in our own house, let alone, you know, other, others. And so let's just start in the house. Uh, as a mom, how have you, uh, Marissa, how have you experienced the leading of the Holy Spirit? Okay, so last week I had um, something happen in our home with um, our eldest son, Kyne, and he's 12 years old. And um, as a mother and a father, you want the best for your children. And so when things are going on, you want to be you want to be made known of these things that are happening. So there was something that I just had a sense that was going on with Kyne and that wasn't good. And so. Um, Things were happening at school, but I wasn't too sure. So I know the Lord said to me, he said, ask of me and I'll show you. Had you asked Kynan what it was? I had asked Kynan and he was saying, oh, it's nothing. I just don't want to eat my lunch because he was coming home with a full lunchbox for a couple of days. And I was was just thinking, what's going on? And oh, Mm. nothing, mum. You know, boys. And so, um, (laughs) and so, um. The Lord said, ask of me and I'll show you things to come. And so I asked the Lord. I sat there and he instantly showed me the word um, locker. And so then I just started speaking to Kynan and I said, what's happening at the locker? And then he was able to show, um, tell me, oh, there's a boy that's picking on me there and he, he won't give me my lunch and things like that. So it was so good because... 
You don't、mm. want your kids to be in pain, and but the Lord says, "I'm going to show you. I've sent the comfort of the Holy Spirit to、mm. lead and guide you into all truth."、Mm. And because I knew that's our God, and He loves us, He wants to show us what's happening. And then, once Cain told us that, the Lord showed Adam what to do about it. Wow! So the Lord then showed my husband, "This is what you do about it," and so. It's just awesome being led by the Spirit, but it's very simple. He just、um, just being open to what God's saying to you. It could be tempting as a mom, you know, you you because you you sense something is wrong with your your child,、mm-hmm. and then you asked him,、mm-hmm. and he said nothing. Did anybody ever have that kind of experience? Yeah, and and so you're not getting the answer naturally,、mm-hmm. but because we're supernatural, we have and we have. Uh, access to the Holy Spirit. I think it's interesting that He prompted you to ask、mm. Him,、mm-hmm. where you'd asked your son,、mm. you didn't get an answer from your son. Yeah. Yeah. So He said to ask Him. Yeah, and as mothers, we just want to get to the root of it. I just like just tell us the truth, and <laughs> He didn't want to dob on kids at school. He just、mm-hmm. didn't want to dob on this kid as well, and He thought I'll just handle it myself. And then I just think, oh, thank goodness that we have the Lord that can show us these things to come.、Yeah. And it just reminded me of the scripture: He will show you things to come and、mm. lead you and guide you into all truth.、Mm. And so now that happens often with the、yeah. kids; it's good. He, I could see that、um, he didn't tell her the whole thing. He didn't say there's a bully at school or anything like that. Gave one word: locker. And from out of that one step, then came other things.、Mm-hmm. It's interesting. That's the way the Holy Spirit will lead sometimes, just with one word. And so,、uh, if we respond to it, more comes, as it did with you. Wow, that's amazing,、um, Luke. Ha- has the Lord given you just sometimes just a one little clue that you had to respond to, and then more happened like that, like? Like that door that was open, yeah. By a word, I don't have any kids, but、um, there are some kids of God's that He had on His heart.、Um, yeah. Same story from the first service. It was earlier this year where、um, God put a really strong unction in my heart to go and visit some friends on Hamilton Island, a place that I used to work.、Um, but I knew that I wasn't going there just to visit them. He was sending me there on a mission. I had an assignment that I had to do. How did、um, you know that? It was a really, just a really strong unction in me. It wasn't a desire from myself to go and visit them. It、oh. came very suddenly,、uh-huh. um, and I just, I just knew that he wanted me to go and minister to people up there.、Huh. Um, I, it was just a knowing within me. I just knew,、yeah. I knew that I knew.、Yeah. Uh, so I went up there with that intention. I did spend some time in the Word, just preparing myself for it as well.、Um, and I went up there, and he did. He opened doors, not the doors that I thought he was going to open up, but he did open doors to、um, unexpected people.、Um, To minister the word of God, and they got born again and received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Wow! Now you didn't know that was—you didn't know those people were going to be there. You thought somebody else was going to be there. Were the first group of people that you thought were going to be there were they born again? Not yet. There were opportunities to plant seeds, but they, their hearts weren't ready to.、Uh, so it was still a work in progress with those—the the original friends that I had there. But there were friends of their friends that were open. It seems as though the supernatural leadings of the Holy Spirit. You know, so far we're not hearing anything spectacular. The Lord didn't give something spectacular. Just 
like a, you said, you use the word unction and desire. It just gave you desire, a strong desire to go visit those friends. I like this testimony because sometimes there can be a little spin on it and um, the people that you went to, you thought you were going to go see weren't even there. <laughs> but somebody else was. I think sometimes, and maybe with supernatural leadings, that the, the Lord will give us something, but because he doesn't give you the whole picture, sometimes our minds can take over and play out the whole scenario, and uh, it doesn't play out exactly the way that we think it will. But if we take one step at a time, like he had you do, my goodness, how, how many people asked Jesus into their heart? Uh, it was three that received Jesus as the Lord wow, and Savior. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, Kinsey, what about, what about the, the way the Lord has led you? How Does it come with that, he used the word unction or desire? Or how does it seem and what has happened when you followed? Yeah, there have been times where it's been very strong, a very strong prompting to go and speak with some, someone, but oftentimes it's just in my daily happenings uh. that, um, and out of that relationship that I have with him and spending time with God who is love, it just stirs up that love in you to go out and speak to people. Hmm. And um, uh, just a couple months ago, I was up in Noosa with Andy and his parents, and we were just on a family day trip, and so, we were on a walk, but his parents went on ahead of us, and we stayed behind, and we were just talking and along the beach, and I, the Holy Spirit, it was just, we were just talking, but then I looked up, and I just noticed someone, and I noticed this man, and he was limping, um, and right away, I knew, I, I recognized that was the voice of the Lord, um, and so in yielding to that, it's like that love of God just stirred up in me, and I just, that compassion of God, and um, so I knew to go start a conversation with him. I didn't know what I was going to say, how it was going to all transpire. But I went up to this man, and I was just started chatting with him. And he was also leaning on um, a lady friend of his. Um, and that was kind of how he was supporting himself, was she was helping him. And it's just so beautiful. <laughs> and he's saying how he used to come on this specific walk whenever he was a young man because he was telling me how he has multiple sclerosis for 20 plus years. How old was this man? He was in his 80s, oh around his goodness. late 70s, early 80s. He's a very old man, not very old, <laughs> but, mm. <laughs> but um, he was old, but he looked older than his age as oh, well yeah. because of the probably, disease. Yeah, probably that disease broke it down. Yeah, yeah. and um, so I started sharing with him how, um, I'm like, you know, I actually, I'm a Christian, and I love God, and can I pray for you? And right then and there, he just starts breaking down, crying, mm. just crying, crying. And he's like, I grew up in a Christian home, actually. And he's like, and my friend here, she's like, she's a Christian, and she's been telling me all about the Lord as well, you know, planting all these seeds. And um, he's like, so it's just so funny that you come along. And he's like, God actually told you to talk to me? and pray for me. Wow. I'm like, yeah, that's how personal he is. Mm. And um, so followed to, to pray for him. And he's just holding me in, you know, just the whole time crying and weeping. Wow. And um, when he finished praying, <laughs> he started running. 
started running <laughs> <laughs> on his favorite trail. On his favorite, on his favorite trail. trail. God healed him. Wow. And it was just so beautiful and wonderful. Yeah. yeah see, I think this is interesting. That supernatural leading came to Marissa for her child because she asked. Uh, with Luke, he got something in his heart before he even uh, started on this adventure. Uh, he, a, a desire to go see these people. You just had a desire to be with your boyfriend, Andy. <laughs> and right in the middle of just being, just, just living and loving the, the scenery. So some things happen uh, just spontaneously that we don't even know are going to happen. And then some things he sets you up for, and then some things you ask for. So that's pretty interesting. Tell us, tell us how the Lord has, has, has led you so that he can get his, his heart in good things to people. Yeah, so um, this, this happened about three weeks ago. And before I say it, I just wanted to say that this doesn't happen to me like every single day. Like when you hear the testimonies, you might think that it happens every day, but it would be cool. But um, this was a very um, special highlight testimony um, that we recently had. Um, I was selling a lens on Gumtree, and as a videographer, it was a pretty pricey lens. It was a very special zoom lens, and I was selling it for 2100 And I couldn't really get anyone that wanted to pay you know, that price for the lens. And I had this kid, he writes to me, and he says, hey, would you be able to sell your lens to me for 1900 because I'm a student? And when he said this, like when he wrote it to me and I read it, something in my heart just, it felt like my ideal, but then later on I found out it's God. And I guess that's a similarity with what you're seeing here. Um, it might not be like writing in the sky or audible voice or like something very spectacular, but then you end up following it and as you progress in it, you find out later that it was God. Yeah. So it's so subtle. It's not yeah. like an audible voice. Um, so I had on my heart, maybe give him the lens for one, you know, $150 less if I could share the gospel with him. <laughs> so I wrote to him and I said, hey man, you wouldn't be a Christian by chance. And he writes back to me and he goes, I'm not too sure if this is a joke. And he goes, um, but I believe every man should have a set of morals and I've had a bit of Catholic background. And I write back to him and I say, well, that's awesome, man. And um, I'm a Christian. I love God and I believe God is so real. Um, and if you would give me the privilege just to be able to share with you when, if we meet up um, that, you know, how real God is to me, you don't have to do anything, you don't have to say anything, but just hear me out. I'll give you the lens at $150 less. So he writes back and he goes, you know, this is really weird. And as, if you're as passionate about God as you say you are here, I want to hear you out. So, <laughs> so um, that, that was it. So the very next day he writes back and he says, I'm real sorry, but... I'm really, really sorry, but my parents, they're only allowing me to spend 1700 and they won't loan me anything more than that. And he says, I don't want to ask you, but, you know. And when I wrote, uh, read that message, immediately in my heart, I, I just felt, sell it to him for 1.5. And I thought that was the weirdest idea, but because I know God and love God, I'm like, God, is that you? <laughs> but that just came up, sell it to him for 1500 I'm like thinking, this is already beyond weird <laughs> because yeah it, I'm making a huge loss here so <laughs> I write back to the guy and I said there seems to be something good about you and yeah I'll I'll take that and he writes back and he goes wow that's incredible you know yada yada and he said I'll meet with you later today so that was the message early in the morning 
Now, when I went to go out the door um, that morning, I had a message just as I was walking out the door, and it was a guy on Gumtree, and he says, hey, would you be able to sell your lens to me for $2,000? Oh, dear. Yep. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so I wrote back to him, and I said, would you consider 2100 which is what I want. <laughs> and he writes back, and he says, sure, but I finish work at 4 o'clock this afternoon. So now we've got a bit of a problem. <laughs> so I go to church um, to meet up with Eva. We're doing a bit of cafe shopping. And the, the kid, he calls me and he says, I'd like to meet up with you, but I don't want to come here. Um, would you be able to meet me in the city? Would you be able to drive up? And I'm real sorry for asking. And I turn to Eva and he starts calling me. Mm -hmm. And I put the phone on silent and I go, Eva, we need to pray now. We either sell the lens to this kid and he gets blessed by hearing the gospel or I wait a few hours, just three or four hours and I can sell the lens at full price and get $600, you know, what I was after rather than making a $600 loss. So, so it was like uh, either he gets blessed with the gospel or you get blessed with the money. Certainly. Oh, that's certainly. tough. It's a bit of a pickle. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, so we go to pray and three minutes in, it just dawned on me. This kid gets blessed. And I make a loss, yes, but he wow. gets blessed. And this guy, yes, I make my money, but at the same time, I didn't have on my heart to share the gospel to him. I don't know why, I just didn't feel right. So immediately, I just turn to Eva and I go, we're going to drive right now to meet this kid right now. And we call the kid and he goes, man, that's so awesome. You know, thank you for driving up. I'm so grateful. Me and Eva meet up with him and we show him the lens. And he was so ecstatic. He was just, it was like I handed him the keys to a Lamborghini or like a penthouse. He just goes, oh my gosh. Like he saw the lens and he got so excited. He was doing this. He was like, oh man. Like, he's like, I've never held this lens before. It's so awesome. This is incredible. Why would you sell this mm -hmm. for this price? My parents are, are giving me up to, you know, 1.7. It's not worth this. Why would you do this? And I said to him, me and Eva, we had prayed and God said, give it to you. And he was so shaken up by that. And on top of that, he, he was just like, what? I don't understand. And then what escalated it further was I showed him the message that that man had offered me 2,100. Wow. And when I showed it to him, like on my phone to him, he just looked at me in shock. And he was like, why? Why would you? And I said, because God wanted me to sell this lens to you because he loves you and he wants you to have this he lens. Loves you. Wow. And I'm not afraid to make a loss because I know God and I want to follow him. So I'm happy and content with that. And he was shaken up so much. And me and Eva were also shaken up big time. We were like, man, this is God. This is God all over. Because he was so happy. So um, just with the earlier part, how I just said, sometimes you've got to walk it out a bit just to see. But uh, up until this point, I knew it was God. So then I said to him, oh, he offered to get us coffee. And he said, look, please let me take you out to coffee. It's the least I could do. And um, when he offered to say that, uh, I mean, when he offered that, I said to him, look, do you want to know something crazy? Earlier this morning, when you wrote to me that I could only, you could only give me 1.7 for this lens, because that's all your parents would give me, I felt on my heart that God said, give it to you for 1.5. And he just goes, what? And I go, I'm giving it to you for 1.5. And his tears just welled up in his eyes. And it's such a rare thing. Like, I hear testimonies all mm. the time of t people being hit by the love of God so strong that they're brought to tears. But this was like the first time I really experienced something like that mm. in my life. And it just touched me and Eva so much, knowing that we heard from God. And this kid was so stunned. We went out for coffee, oh. and um, he allowed me just to share the gospel with him. And he had many questions about God, and God was so faithful to answer. Um, there he is. 
Um, <laughs> looks like a young Joseph Prince. <laughs> <laughs> and he bought the coffees for he, he bought the coffees for me and Eva, and we were just so like it was so beautiful. Mm. And the whole time he was saying, "This is not natural. What you guys are doing, this is not normal." I find it ironic how the series is called Supernatural. <laughs> and I said to him, I actually said, "It's a supernatural God, man. Like he loves you." That's why he would do this. Wow. And it's even crazy to me and Eva. And this doesn't happen to us every day. But we're just so happy we heard from God. That's so gorgeous. You know, Paul told the church in Corinth, he said, he said desire spiritual gifts. Desire, or follow after love and desire spiritual gifts. We desire the gifts of God, the, the supernatural leadings of God, the supernatural power of God. But he gave this important instructive. He said, he said, follow after love. And uh, the love of God is such a component. It's so powerful in, in us being able to not pursue a mighty life, you know, that brings, you know, makes us famous or stand out as powerful people of God. But it's actually the love of God for people. Mm. And he really loves people. He's just wanting to get to people. And... Um, have you had something like that happen where the love of God just just over you know rose up in your heart for somebody that um, otherwise you would just just see him on the street they wouldn't have meant that much but love made that connection yeah so I went into the city one day and I was looking for a particular person my brother had given me a clue to go and um, find a woman that was wearing pink and so to my surprise, I was in Brisbane City and this woman was wearing all pink from head to toe. Well, there you so go. So I beelined her <laughs> and um, I just approached her and she looked, um, um, she wasn't Australian looking, you know, she was, she looked European anyway. She was, um, so I approached her and I, mm -hmm. she ended up being a Muslim lady and I just, as I was speaking to her, I just sensed just sense that I was to tell her that God loved her. And it just seemed like when I was sitting with her at the bus stop, I just put my hand on her knee and just felt, just looked at her all the time and just said, he loves you. And it was surprising me because I can usually talk a lot and I'm, you know, having a chin wag, but I just kept <laughs> focusing on that he loves you. Mm. But what happened, um, she ended up telling me about her religion, that she was a Muslim. And I was so compelled with love that, and she was saying, my God doesn't love like mm. your God. I want to know your God. So oh, that wow. opened the door to her, to ask Jesus into her heart. But the love that I felt for her, um, I was saying before that it was like a veil that was in front of me. I'm looking, me looking through, but the love of Jesus was emanating through that to her. Mm -hmm. So that was very overwhelming to, because God loves his people. And so just spending, I find myself just spending time with the Lord. And he said that he doesn't want anyone to perish and mm -hmm. go to a Christless eternity. And he will go, he said to me, I'll go for just that one person. Wow. And so today, that day, she was the one and he absolutely loved her, and so she was very overwhelmed that God of the universe would send someone, just a normal person, <laughs> speaks a normal, you know, mm. I'm not 
you know, anyone got, you know, really godly and a minister and things like that. Mm. Just a normal person, I think it speaks volumes to yeah, the you know, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind just a little bit. She she gave this in your your testimony. She said my brother had a clue, and um, what does that mean? A clue, and why did he have a clue? What's that mean? Yeah. Um, so when I do go out to witness at times, I find that um, I'll ask the Lord, just give me a clue, which means the person could be wearing pink or they're standing near the bus stop or something like that. And so sometimes when I have a clue, I'll ask the Lord for it. When I go to approach that person, it sort of it gives you more boldness and confidence to, you think to yourself, oh my goodness, I've heard from the Lord because you see the clue. And you think, oh, awesome. I'm actually hearing from the Lord. And then when you go to them and you share with them, I say, look, it might be a bit strange. You know, I say, how you going? And they say, yeah, good. And I'll say, look, I believe in God, but he's sent me today to speak to you. And I have this clue. You're wearing all pink. And <laughs> that's the clue that I received. And so God gives that to us at times to, yeah. I don't know, it's confident. But, yeah, tell about Cain and how... Kynan, what did he have? That's right. Kynan, um, one morning I said to Kynan, I'm going out today. I'm going to talk to people about Jesus and tell them that he loves them. And I said, what have you got? Have you got anything as a clue? But I asked, I knew the Lord was asking me to ask him that. And not even 10 seconds, he says, look for a man with a black singlet that says Dexter on it. And he says, you've got to go to the hyperdome. So I went to the Hyperdome. How old is Kanan? 12 years old. Yeah, yeah, I love this. So he was 12. He is 12. So I went to the Hyperdome and I found this fella. And I was just like, <laughs> it was so exciting. So that, when I went and introduced myself to this man, I showed him my phone because I put the clues on my phone. So I said, look, this is back at 7.30 this morning. My 12-year-old gave me a clue to come and talk to you and tell you that Jesus loves you. Oh, wow. But what I did, went home and I was so excited to tell my son that he had heard from God. You know, wow. because he was, he's trying to understand God and how do you hear from him? Because I can't see him, but how do I hear wow. him? And even now, last week, he gave me another clue to go out and... I found the woman with the pink singlet, no teeth, and um, those yeah. were his clues. That was his clue last week. Pink yeah. singlet and no teeth. There you go. And this woman was suicidal, and so um, wow. my oh friend my. and I were able to share the love of God with her and just lay hands on her and pray with her. But just, I went home again and said, Kynan, you're hearing from God. You are hearing from Him. So. So good. So it was a double whammy. I'm hearing from God. I'm like, hallelujah. <laughs> I mean, I am too. That woman was blessed or that person mm, that needs wow. the love of God. But then I could go home and say to my kids, you're hearing from him. Stick with it, you know. So, yeah, yeah I, that, that really touched my heart. You know, um, God loves people, but not, they, don't, they don't know that he does. And so that love has not impacted them because they just don't know that he does but you just see the lengths that God would go to. Uh, he knew what color singlet that woman was gonna put on that day. Yeah. 
knew that she was, it was dealing with um, oppression, that she was despising her own life, and yeah. wow, yeah. how God would give that to a 12-year-old boy. You don't have to be... You don't have to be an adult to hear from God. You just have to be a child of God to hear from God. Yes. How gorgeous is that? Um, I'm loving these threads of, of the love of God and, and how God will take us a step at a time. Luke, um, tell us how the love of God has, has come to you for somebody else. There was a, a lady recently in my workplace and um, we just put her in a new garden and she was working in administration. Um, and I was standing there watering the plants in. Um, and she came out and she started chatting to me, just chatting, chatting, chatting. I'm like, man, this girl can really chat. I'm like, yeah. Not to be rude, sorry. <laughs> but, um, in, in the natural mind, I was thinking that, like, man, is she going to be quiet at some point or, or going to be two of us talking? Or, um, but I just felt God put in my heart just to love her and just to listen, just love her and listen. And huh. so I did. I just I was listened and I just gave her my full attention and, and just gave her love in that way. Um, and then God actually gave me a word of knowledge concerning her that her mum had passed away from breast cancer a couple of years ago. Um, so I, and I said that, so I told her, you know, your, your mother passed away a couple of years ago from breast cancer. She said, yes, yes, she did. She said she'd been going to psychologists, like the people that tell you the future, those mm. bad, whatever, the mm. psychics. Um, so I think God probably showed her that God actually knows the answers for her and he can wow. give her, not the psychics. So anyway, after some time, I just told her a bit about my testimony about walking with God, and um, she opened her heart up to Jesus. And um, funny thing is, she, she actually quit work the next week. I never saw her again. So maybe she was just open for that one wow. opportunity to, to receive the gospel, and you've got to take those opportunities while they're there. God knows, doesn't he? So supernatural things can, can happen in just our daily life. They're, they're accessed, really, through love, through just looking to him to guide our steps and he prompts us and prepares us for what he's going to bring across our path. This is amazing. Let's just keep following this trail of love because all of us, all of us, because we're born of God, born of love, can follow after love. And it opens supernatural doors in our life of how um, God's love for somebody came through you to them. Yeah, it was... Um I was taking the bus um, one day home, and um, there was a lady sitting behind me, and she had shades on, and she, again, I just noticed her. And um, I'm like, oh, Lord, you know, would you like me to go and talk to her? And I just, he's like, yeah. And so I approached her, and I actually sat next to her and um, just started to ask her about her day and how she was going. And it's like, oh, I actually just came from a psychologist. And um, I looked at her, and again, a word of knowledge, um, and the Lord said, she struggles with anxiety. And so I'm like, do you struggle with anxiety? She's like, yes, terribly. And mm. she just started pouring out her whole life to me. And I, I sat there for a good five minutes just listening to her, her life story and how anxiety has just been um, something that she struggled with for years and mm. years and wanted to be set free from it. And so I followed to share with her how I'm, I believe in Jesus and that Jesus, mm -hmm. he gives true peace. He gives true rest and that that rest, he's the only one that can give it. And um, shared the gospel with her and that she can actually enter into his rest, his supernatural rest. And um, she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, we can do it right here on this bus. 
And so she asked Jesus into her heart to be the Lord of her life. And I also just felt that um, anxiety was just something I I just shared with her. I'm like, you know, where's Jesus now? And she said, in my heart. And I'm like, so you have, anxiety has no right to be, have a place in you now. Mm. Because Jesus resides in you. And she just started crying. (laughs) She's just crying and she's just a beautiful lady. And I just really sensed the love of God for this woman that it was just on a bus ride, just getting to my next destination, stopping for the one. And um, she took her shades off and her whole countenance changed. I love that. It's just beautiful. I I love that. Benny, talk to us about, about, again, that component of the love of God. We just follow that. Mm. Yeah, go. Well, um, this is something which um, I had on my heart just concerning the love of God and the peace of God. Um, a big thing which reshaped my whole Christian life with God was learning how to hear from Him because I'd been like a Christian my whole life, but it was only when I learned to hear from God that everything, everything started changing for me. And I heard it from the founder of like Rhema, um, Kenneth E. Hagen. He wrote a book, How to Be Led by the Spirit, and he got taught uh, by several ministers, including Keith Moore. And when I heard that, it just unlocked a huge thing for me. And I'll just quickly um, say this. Um, I had been trying to hear God with my ears my whole life, and I would pray to God in my room sincerely with all my heart. I'd go, God, I love you so much. Thank you for this, 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 this. And now you talk. And I wouldn't hear a thing. And in fact, I gave up on praying to God after this happened about five times. I just said, he doesn't talk to me. And then I heard the teaching. And it says, um, we had the scripture up, as many as are the sons of God, um, or as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And then two verses later, it says, for the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And Keith explained that the Holy Spirit lives in us and he talks to our spirit. But he says, if you can't hear your own spirit, you and God will never talk. And that's where my problem was. I was trying to hear God with my body, not the real me, the spirit, the man on the inside. So I was trying to hear him with my body. And then he said that the body, I mean the spirit, expresses itself through the conscience. So that's why we're using words like prompting. It's like an intuition. It's like a feeling, but it's not a physical feeling. It's like just something on the inside that you could think it's you, but in fact, it's God speaking to your spirit. And that reshaped everything, and that's how I'm even at church now. (laughs) Otherwise, I wouldn't know or or even be here if it wasn't for that. But I find that he leads through love and through peace, those two things. And when you follow love and peace, it's generally him, and you can just play these things out, and you'll be able to see that it's him. So that's what I had in my heart. You know, um, undoubtedly, there's all across here, there's, we've, we've been led to, to maybe just give an encouraging word to somebody at home or at, at, uh, in our workplace or uh, like on the bus or whatever. Sometimes it, it doesn't have to be a big, it's just a, a seed. But God can do so much with a seed. Powerful things can happen through a seed. And uh, before we go any further, we're going we're gonna, to... Uh, take a little bit of a different direction in just a moment. But before we go anything any further, uh, remember the people that you have given a, 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 a word of, of comfort, uh, the gospel to, uh, the love of God to. And uh, it may have just been a seed. It could have been somebody that you got to actually pray with. But can we just right now, as, as a congregation, 
lift our family, friends, and acquaintances up to the Lord because God hasn't forgotten who you've spoken to. He hasn't forgotten the kindness that is, the kindnesses and the gospel that's come through you. And right now, from this place this morning, I believe that he wants to, to water those seeds. Amen. Can you just agree with me in prayer right now? Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for the power of the gospel. The power of one word of gospel, of, of love, of kindness, of truth. We thank you for it. We acknowledge that. We thank you for wherever those seeds are planted in, the, in our friends, our family. And it, no matter how long ago they've been planted, our coworkers, an acquaintance on the street, even a casual word that just said, God loves you or, or, or God bless you. Father God, we're acknowledging those seeds this morning. And we're asking you that by the Holy Spirit, those are watered and they're acknowledged as we're acknowledging that the people that they've been planted in are acknowledging them too. In Jesus' precious name, hallelujah, supernatural seeds have been planted. Now, uh, <clears throat> I want to just recap on a couple things here that we've, we've heard. Um, we can by knowing that all of us can be led, we can actually increase our interactions with the Holy Spirit by asking questions, asking the Lord, show me. And then uh, you said that you just sat and listened. Now, you were listening for a voice in your, in your ears, and that voice doesn't happen in your ears as you pointed out, and, that, and that's so true. And sometimes people have crossed themselves out from being a candidate for being led by the Spirit because they weren't hearing anything in their ears. When you said that God gave you that word, locker, where did it come? When did it come? Wh where did it come? You didn't hear it in no, your... No, I didn't hear it. Because... God, when he speaks at times, it sounds like you. You think sometimes that it's your own mind, mm -hmm. but it just, just one word, it just rose up and I just said it out of my mouth. So it was so quick, I knew it wasn't me. Because mm -hmm. as humans, we tend to maybe think on things a bit too much. So mm -hmm. often I'm finding now that if the Lord has given me something, even if it's just a word or a sense to do something, it's quick but it sounds like me, and then sometimes it sounds I, like you. It does. Sometimes I don't see the um, makings of it mm -hmm. or the fruit of it until I've walked through a few things, and then I go, "Oh, it was you that said that to me mm. last week." Mm. So I just sometimes when I hear it, I act on it, mm -hmm. and then I find out later, "Oh, hallelujah, it was God," and so he, I'm building confidence in hearing Him. Mm. So often I think. Maybe that's just me thinking it, mm. but I've learned now, just respond and act on it, and then mm. most of the time it's God, and sometimes it's really, the first thing you think of, it's usually Him. Mm. The, um, I, I really believe in this service and for us this morning, what, uh, one of the things that the Holy Spirit wants to really help us to understand is that the supernatural for us is natural. 
It isn't spectacular, but it is supernatural. And um, perhaps when you got filled with the Holy Spirit, um, you had a real dramatic experience. There's different ones of us that met whose experience was really dramatic. Uh, a very common and more, most common is, is a lot of times people who get filled with the Holy Spirit and, they, and their prayer language comes, they think, this can't be supernatural. It just seems like it's me. It is. It's coming from your own heart, indeed. And so when, when God leads us, he doesn't hijack us and take us over, you know. But what he does do is his voice is amplified in our own heart. And um, as a result, I really believe in what our, our prayer and our faith is on is that as a result of us being more aware of his leadings from this morning, that we're going to follow his leadings more. And that this week will begin um, a, a greater adventure in God for all of us. Can we agree on that? And the, the testimonies end in healing, they end in, in uh, salvation, they end in people being encouraged, but every time that we follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, uh, God's heart, love, nature, and goodness is ministered to people, and it leaves them in a better way than what they were before. Praise the name of the Lord. I'd like the band to come, if you would, please. Um, we want to give everyone an opportunity to become a, a child of God. The verse of scripture that we've used this morning is Romans 8:14. As many as are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. And um, it's a wonderful thing to be led by the Spirit of God, but it's a greater thing and the most important thing to become a child of God. And everyone, everyone that is a child of God has done so not by, has become a child of God, not by good works, not by anything that we have done. Uh, no money can buy it. It is a simple faith in the Lord Jesus. And Luke, I'd like you just to, um, I'd like you just to lead a prayer for salvation. Bring us up into that and lead us in a prayer of salvation this morning. So if you're here today and um, you don't know that heaven's going to be the destination for you at the end of this life, uh, you, we're going to give you an opportunity to make sure that you do know. See, God made it very easy for all of us to, to get to the kingdom of God. It's through his son, Jesus Christ. Yes. Jesus paid that price for us. So if you're here today and you want to be led by the Spirit of God and you want to have that love of God in your life, if you want to know that heaven is your destination at the end of this life, we're going to give you that opportunity right now. We're going to say a prayer together. If everyone could just bow their heads and close their eyes. Yes. Just repeat these words after me. Dear God. Dear God. I believe Jesus is your son. I believe Jesus is your son. That he died on the cross for me. He died on the cross for me. I believe that you raised him from the dead. I believe you raised him from the dead. Jesus. Jesus. I confess you as my Lord. I confess you as my Lord. Please come into my life. Please come into my life. Please come into my heart. Come, come into my heart. Thank you for coming in, in Jesus' name. Thank you for coming in, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. We're always encouraged to hear how God is using this ministry to change lives. 
If you have a story you would like to share about how God is working in your life, please let us know and send us an email at church at If you would like more information or resources on this or other topics, or if you would like to sow into this ministry financially to help us share messages just like this one each week, please visit our website at rhema.org.au.